Blazer, it's steaming home, Titan Blazer gets up. Matt's Hope now to the rails in front, Matt's Hope's hanging on and one. Uh, Landon Bale with a big kick though, little Landon Bale's gonna go on and win from Quinlan Bale. Ultimate Avenger third and... Yes, hello and welcome to the bonus edition as the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast heads to the bush when we go down to Warrigal this Friday night for the running of the Viatech Warrigal Cup final. It is a massive program, intriguing Warrigal Cup, and I thought I'm going to need some help on this Warrigal Cup to pull it apart and try and find the winner. And uh, a bit of a regular on this show, Ethan Christian's been good enough to uh, to join me once again. Ethan, how are you travelling, mate? Very good. Thank you, James. Thank you for having me back. It's been, been a little bit of time. So I was back on when the Warrigal Cup was on last year. Um, but no, fa- fantastic to be coming back for the Warrigal Cup. And it looks like it's shaping up to be a, a ripping edition of it. Uh, you're a bit of a city boy, I think. Uh, and I seem to get you on for all of the Country Cup uh, podcast. Doesn't really make much sense, does it? No, not really, but we'll, we'll, we'll take what we can get, James. Hey, I, uh, I've uh, heard that you're now working at RSN. I haven't heard. I've seen you when you are working at RSN. So since we last spoke, you did the Warnable Cup uh, Cup night coverage with me, a, what was that, a year or two years ago or something like that? And I was down there when I first met you, and, and now you've taken on a, a bit of a casual job there at RSN 927 as well. Yeah, I'm just doing a bit of producing work at the moment, just trying to get my foot um, in the door was uh, actually lucky enough to be broadcasting from behind the boxes with RSN on Phoenix night as well. So, uh, yeah, just just quietly plodding along a bit about my business. How did you find that um, that coverage behind the boxes, working with Andrew Bensley, one of the the best presenters in the game, and and Ronnie Hawkswell, who was giving the the expert comments, I guess you could say, if we we're talking football commentary. It must have been a, a really good experience working with those two uh, two legends. Oh, absolutely. I, could, I couldn't have been better placed, really. It was a fascinating experience being right behind the boxes for the coverage of, of the whole night and seeing all the stars come around and, and you know parade just before they get boxed away. It, w- it was a fantastic viewing point and um, just an overall presenting experience. was Yeah, it was really good. Had you ever been behind the boxes before until that moment? No, that was the first time. So Did it surprise it quite- you at all? Uh, not really. It was largely what I expected it to be, but it's still trying to juggle being a fairly new presenter and being in that position next to all the stars is uh yeah it was good fun friday's preview that's a poor stinger i created that on the jump as i so often like to do on this podcast ethan it's all about previewing the friday night meeting but as we do that i just want to go through the warrigal cup to start off with and and just chat through in depth about this particular race. Sportsbet have the odds out at the moment. Uh, Landon Bale, $3.30. Titan Blazer Box, $2, $6. Mobile Legend, $3.60. Dynamic Prince, $9. Panadero Warrior, 11 Money O, 17 High Tribrico, 27 And Matt's Hope, who you have to go a long way back through his form to find a loss, he's at $4. With the reserves, Quinlan Bale, 7 Aston Lyra at $12. Firstly... From the heats, did you think there was any runs that a surprised you and were there therefore a bit of a, a standout from those heat runs last week? Um, surprise results, probably Money O's turning over Wow She's Fast. I think when when we saw the jump early in the race and Wow She's Fast put her head in front, it looked like all she had to do was just put the foot down and go around him. She didn't quite 
Um, and watch, watching the head on, it's not as if Money O's really gave her a hard time. She, uh, Money O's just matched her to the turn and, and went away stronger. So that was probably the surprise and might not have been the quickest time, but probably the, the run that I was most impressed by because holding out a um, a greyhound of her magnitude is no mean feat. So I, I, I was impressed by that. There was a couple of, I guess, big guns that didn't make it through. Obviously, wow, she's fast we're speaking about. And I'll elaborate on, on her run when we get to her match race in, in just a moment. But uh, Mobile Legend was able to beat uh, a good quality field. Fernando Mick, of course, was was beaten as well. So even though we've got this outstanding evenly matched field, there, there were a few of the big guns that missed out. And it was the Panadero Warriors who were able to get the better of Fernando Mick. And, and obviously, as you said just a moment ago, Money O's getting the better of Wow, She's Fast. And Look, the, the the actual heats themselves, I thought, were really intriguing because it's the first Country Cup of the year. We haven't had a Country Cup for some time here in Victoria. So I think all of the trainers are setting their greyhounds to try and tackle this. And not just because it's the first Country Cup of the year, but you've also got the bonuses available. There's so many different re- reasons why these trainers want these greyhounds absolutely cherry ripe for these types of races, these types of series. And well, the, the the quality of the heats were just so deep and so intriguing. And as I said just a moment ago, Ethan, a few of the big guns did miss out. Yeah, absolutely they did. But also it, it's not to be dismissed that the field isn't of a great quality. It, they're, they're not the ones that you see up in the headlights all of the time. But some of the dogs in this, in this field, on their day, they can run absolutely superb time. So I think it's, I think it's great that this field has come together with the likes of Matt's Hope, Mobile Legend, uh, Panadero Warrior who can run the hands off the clock on, on its day. So I'm certainly not disappointed by the field that's been assembled, even though a couple of the, uh, you know, the headline stars may have missed out in the heats. Pace, pace, pace in this final. When I go through the field, Landon Bale, 644 to the peg. Mobile Legend went 645. And look, his runs of late have been enormous. I was surprised he got beat in, in Hobart when he did. Uh, you've then got Dynamic Prince, who can be a bit hit or miss, but he timed the start 649. Uh, and then down the bottom, Matt's Hope, who I think is one of the, the fastest accelerators in the game. And I'm a little bit surprised it's taken him this long to have a, a real genuine crack at a race series like this. He went 6.47 to the peg. When we talk speed maps in this one, I've got Landon Bale punching through to hold the front and then Matt's Hope accelerating hard down the outside. Is that the the, the same way you see the race playing out? Or is it, again, Mobile Legend, who who has been beginning so perfectly, that can do the same? I do have Landon Bale um, punching through and holding the lead on the rail. Mobile legend settling quite close. But but as you said, Matt's hope just tends to begin so well from the eight. And Michelle Malley did an interview earlier in the week saying the same thing. She was quite happy when uh, they received the eight because he just begins so well. And even if he doesn't, he's just got an electric turn of foot which allows him to put himself into a uh, into a space where he can just go on and go away with it. Um, and he's very smart. He likes to cut across hard to the rail, but he actually times it right. He doesn't try and cut across mm. with these dogs on the inside of him. He waits until he's got the space to go straight across, and he cuts them all off and breaks their hearts. It's what he's been doing week after week. The more I look at this race, I think the key is the five, Panadero Warrior, because he's not a reckless wide runner, but he, he does like to use a little bit of the track. And if he does that... It potentially creates the the space for Mobile Legend just to get a little bit of room and then, like you say, position up on the back of Landon Bale. And if that's the case, it's going to be a grandstand finish. Who wins it, Heath? Who have you got on top in this year's Warrigal Cup final? I do have Matt's hope on top purely because I think he can shoot out to the lead and take 
take over control um, as they turn off the back and into the home straight. Um, but if Mobile Legend is is within Kui of the lead, he, he'll be awfully hard to stop when he gets warmed up. Um, it, it's a fascinating event, but I, I am going to side with Matt's hope for the final. I think you know the, the dog just continues to win, and, and you can't stop a dog who just knows how to win, and he's got his draw. I'm just finding it so hard because uh, initially before we started recording this, I'd circled Landon Bale. That was the dock I was tipping on top. Then I look at the race now and as we chat about it, and I often say this on the podcast, when I when I chat about it with somebody else and you sort of start to picture maybe just the way the race is going to play out, I'm starting to think Panadero Warrior holds the key and he shifts up, Mobile Legend gets the run. And I think Mobile Legend's the the star of the series in a sense that I think he, he's capable of running the quickest time. If, if this was a solo trial type of setup, I think he'd win. And there's a big chance he might get that solo trial type of run because Landon Bale's going to lead ping. I think he can get past Titan Blazer Mobile Legend. And then he's just got to hold the pressure of Dynamic Prince and, and Panadero Warrior's not going to crash on his outside. So, look, I found it really hard. I, I'm going to I'm gonna jump ship and I'm going to go with three Mobile Legend. I initially had Landon Bale, and then there's this little part on my shoulder, Ethan, that's just saying, Matt's hope, Matt's hope, Matt's hope, because what he recorded at Geelong three starts ago section-wise, I thought was as quick as Black Magic Opal, Paul Licking, and all of the real Country Cup stars. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him whoosh across and lead, but I'm going to settle on number three, Mobile Legend, but it's going to be a, an intriguing race uh, at 9 23 on Friday night. Let's go through the rest of the program, starting with race one, the Gary Allen first event. I actually didn't tip in this one, Eth. I've just put a question mark saying, have a look at the market, see the way the, the market sways, because there's too many first starters and the proven race form isn't massively great. Yeah, I, I wanted to do the same thing, but felt pressured into having a look. So I did have a look. The um, yeah, unfortunately, without markets, it's, it's hard to know where the knowledge is pushing towards. But of the ones who are making their debut, none of them really stand out as something that's going to jump out of the ground. And of the race brigade, I thought the eight police thanks for for Jerry Orr um, was a bit green on debut and was running a bit wide, but it's boxed out in eight. So that I think that'll that'll help help his chances, and he comes from a fantastic litter with the likes of Nahalem and your colour room. So the potential for ability is there, and I think he gets the right box to suit his running style as he showed on his debut. So if I can point you in one direction, maybe his, but uh, low confidence for that first race. Hey, I like having you on this podcast because the other lads, they they rip me apart when I do not give a selection in a race, and you just accepted it, which I, I greatly appreciate. Race number two, Phil Pryor final, mix six and seven. Uh, I'm with Spring Bart. If you listen to the uh, the podcast recently, the deep dive with Team Delbridge's uh, leader, uh, principal down there, uh, Lisa Delbridge, uh, she said this is the greyhound to follow. And since then, I think he's either won, he's won two in a row since then. He won down at the ball. I jumped on him there. Um, and then he won a heat of this race in particular. So I think there's no reason why he can't win. He's already won three races and he's going around in a mixed six, seven final. So he's well graded. Uh, he's the dog to beat for mine here, number five. But it's a pretty even field, and even greyhounds like Aston Honey seem to be on the rise. Yeah, Spring Bart, I, I, do, I do agree with that. I think he will be the dog to follow moving forward. But I thought in this event, um, drawing box five, there's two dogs um, drawn inside of him that can hold him out early, and that might be his undoing. Um, I sided with Aston Honey, who is – uh, box two, improving all the time, and because of the good draw, I, I think should lead. And, yeah, we'll, we'll prove a hard customer to run down. 
The Mirrigan Race Final, Grade 5 Final. The third on with number eight, Deadly Rookie. I just don't like the draw. I think he's not a box eight dog, but I think he was the most impressive of the heat winners. But I am a little bit concerned he might get stuck out wide through that first corner. That is exactly what I had down on my notes as well. Uh, by far, I would have thought the, the best ability-wise in this field. But having drawn out in the eight, he's got a little bit of a history of getting beat at short prices mm. from the draw. Um, I actually thought this was going to be one of the toughest races on the night. And I've sided with the three, Little Nelly, um, probably as a, as a value play for the night. I think she just might get a nice run in a race that probably will be, yeah, a, a little bit tight and a little bit messy. Um, so she might rattle home for a, a bit of a place and m- maybe get her nose down for a win. The uh, the pals down there at Viatech have been very kind uh, this year. They've not only sponsored the Warrigal Cup, but they've had a, a secondary go and, and are now sponsoring the, the Cup Night Match Race, which I absolutely love. I'm, I'm a big, big fan of match racing, have been from day dot. Well, she's fast, box one, Quinlan Bale, box three. I know I said I was going to elaborate a little bit on well, she's fast. I thought she was unlucky last week because I think she just got stuck on the outside of the wrong dog. But in saying that, she probably had her chance to put uh, Manios away before that first corner and uh, she couldn't do that. However, I'm pretty keen on her to beat Quinlan Bale. I think Quinlan may take a clear lead through the first corner, but... I just go back to the best of wow, she's fast. And in a two-dog race with Quinlan Bale not being overly strong at 460, I think the market is wrong. $1.35 is the price on wow, she's fast. I think she should be $1.10 to $1.15. That's the way I saw it. And it's pretty rare that $1.35 is value, but I think it is in this case. How how did you see this? I know you've got an interesting look at uh, this match race. So tell me more, Heath. Yeah, it's it's fascinating because I've sort of gone a little bit the other direction. I, I think where she's fast is quite short at a dollar thirty. Um, not at all knocking a champion. What a fantastic greyhound she's been! But last week I did think she was a little bit plain, and she did have a chance. She she stepped quite well. She did put her head in front, and she actually didn't face any interference until they started to round the bend. So I was a bit um, yeah, I was a bit confused as to how she didn't actually cut across and and assume control. And I think Quinlan Bale is a very underrated dog, particularly in this in this race. Uh, I think there might be a little bit of a price tax on where she's fast purely for the name tag and and, and the amount of money that she's won. Um, Quin, Quinlan Bale's got a better time at the track and distance. Um, yes, he's drawn to the outside, but I don't I don't think it, it's uh, it's it's over before it's run. I think Quinlan Bale will give a very good account of himself in this race. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. I think I think he can definitely cross and maybe lead, and and then where she's fast has got to get on her bike and and try and run him down. But there was the the rumour going around, I'd say almost 12 months ago, maybe even longer, where she's fast trialled something like 25-19 or something like that over the 460 there at Warrigal. And I think if she turns up even uh, within four or five lengths of that, she'll uh, she'll win this match race. But it's an intriguing one, and that's why I love match racing. There's so many different opinions, even though it's a field of two. One thing I've noticed with most match races, they seem to be close. And if that's the case, I'll be happy as long as, well, she's fast, gets the bob. Race five, Warrigal to Sandown, Heat one, restricted win. I'm with number four, Jasmine Bale. In these type of races, sometimes I just like the the more seasoned campaigner, and that is Jasmine Bale. But there's a bit of pace, a bit of class in five and six. Youngsters on the rise. Yeah, I've gone with Ashley Hook, uh, the, the youngster in the five. She's, she's won three of her five starts, and she won from box five last start. So... Not a fantastic draw, but adds a bit of confidence that she won from it last start and she can begin really well and, and hold off the challenges 
um, from here. So I, I thought actually Hook in the in the five was was a good chance. Heat two, race six. I'm with Hara Skipper. Explosive winner on Sunday at uh, Sandown Park. I was actually down at uh, Black Rock Beach having a little swim on Sunday afternoon, and I had the mobile phone there and just clicked on the uh, the Watchdog app and watched this one go around, and it was an impressive win, 29-20 or thereabouts. And uh, I am a big fan of Ohana Sit Down though, because we tipped on the podcast last week. It got home at 15 to one, so it's a favourite of mine, but. I think it's going to be a race for Hara Skipper to lose. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. The, the writing was on the wall for Hara Skipper. Since since she came down to Victoria, she's just not had any luck with box draws. She hasn't drawn inside of uh, box five for a number of starts, and she finally got and uh, sorry, he finally got uh, the right box in box two at Sandown on the weekend, and, and he really showed his true true ability. Put them away in twenty nine twenty and a, a run like that. Uh, if he can repeat something like that in this field, he'll he'll make a mess of him if, if he can. Zara Mani, this is a future superstar in the making. Race seven, number two, will win this. Will win this by a long way, and may even give the time of the Warrigal Cup a shake in doing so at just start number three. Yep, debut was tremendous. The second up effort was even more tremendous. Uh, there's not there's not a lot more you can you can say for the dog. Just seriously impressive, and I, I do think that time standard will be given quite a bit of a shake if it gets the run that it has at sale. Yeah, close watch on Volkanovski to run a bit of a race, uh, maybe second or third. Might be a same race multiplay. We've already chatted about the uh, the Warrigal Cup race nine sports bet distance cup special event. I'm with Ariane Bale. I just think the one. And the four, they're going to tear shreds off each other in the lead early and Ariane's just going to going to trail behind. And I thought she was a touch disappointing in the, the win at Sandown last start, but I think she just got to the lead too soon and, and sort of burnt the candle at the wrong end of the race. So I, I feel this time with those tempo setters in front of her, I think she'll track up to third and then just run them down. It was fascinating last start because she landed so far in, in front and she actually led Golden Quest, which had a lot of people very confused, confused. as to how that happened. Yes. Um, if she jumps like that again, she could land in the battle for the lead, which probably isn't what you want her to do. I've gone Aston Velvet, I think, has the speed on the inside. And generally in these uh, staying races at the country tracks, there's quite a short run to that first turn. So if Aston Velvet can get the jump like she normally does, she, she can uh, drift up the track a little bit as well on that first bend sometimes. So if, if Golden Quest is on her on her outside, she might just give it a little bit of a shove and, and set up a bit of a break down the back. It just depends how far Ariane Bale settles uh, behind her. Last three races, the 10th, I'm with Jungle Panther number one. Yep, Jungle Panther, I think from from the one, he'll, he'll try and move up the track and give a fair old hip and shoulder to a couple of the dogs next to him. He's a pretty big boy, but he, he's got the ability and has the right draw. He should be pretty hard to beat. He's the class runner, race 11. I'm with eight, Atomic Kabang. And, and in the last, uh, coincidentally, I'm with number one, Zigzag Kabang. So I think the Kabangs are going to finish the night with a with a bang. Yeah, I, I thought the same as well. I actually had um, both Kabangs as probably my two best of the night. Race 11, Atomic Kabang from the eight, uh, well drawn out there, can stay wide. Um, he you know, can lead, and he's actually been running out 500 meter races quite strongly, so it bodes well. Coming back to a 460, um, and Zigzag Kabang is just purely the, the class dog in this field and has, has the right draw. Punters Punting Club. Well, that is the world famous jingle of the Punters Punting Club, Ethan. I'm sure you've heard of it once before. There's not too many people left in the world that. Haven't heard that famous jingle. Uh, there's probably plenty, but uh, we won't say that. Uh, $50 spend, mate, on Warrigal Cup night. Uh, if you have a gambling problem, head to uh, to Gambler's Help. Give them a call. Gamble responsibly, of course. Uh, how do you 
How do you spend the $50 on this uh, Warrigal Cup meeting, mate? Is there a, a dollar to be made, do you feel? Yeah, I, I do feel. I, I think in the in the later races on the card, and probably if I had to pick one standout, it would be race 12, dog one zigzag bang. I'm not, not entirely sure how how juicy the odds we're going to get about him. I, I'd imagine they'll probably be a little bit short, but he has the class edge and he's got the right draw. I think it bodes well for him. This race is well graded. 50 the win, zigzag, kabang. Oh, I'd be, I'll have 50 on wow, she's fast. I'm going to make a statement. Wow, she's fast will go at least a length quicker than the Warrigal Cup. That's my uh, my look into the crystal ball, uh, that wow, she's fast will go quicker than the Warrigal Cup winning the match race. But I'll have uh, 50 the win on her. She's currently $1.35. I know it's skinny, but it's only a match race, and I think she'll get the job done. Uh, but I also would suggest maybe potentially gamble responsibly, of course, uh, play some kind of uh, multi Wow, she's fast to win into maybe even Atomic Kabang just to place because there'll be no third divvy. You might get $1.40 a place into Zigzag Kabang to uh, to win the last. And I think hopefully maybe even add Zara Mani in. There's winners are plenty at this one, Eth. Uh, it's been good having you on, mate. Appreciate you jumping on the pod for this uh, green light on Premier Racing Podcast. Heads to the bush, bonus edition. Fantastic. Thanks for having me, James, and good luck with your punt on Friday. Inside Info. Warrigal Cup night, Inside Info, and a man who had a greyhound that staged a massive upset last week, defeating the queen of greyhound racing, I speak of Greg Berry and his star chase of money owes, and Greg's been good enough to join us on the podcast. Greg, that must have been a a big thrill last week, mate, downing Wow, she's fast. Yeah, she's, um, she's, I was drawn right, I was drawn on the inside of her, and, um, and my bloke sort of jumped with her and just kept her off in the corner. And um, when he hit the straight, he just uh, changed leg and took off. And um, look, it wasn't a hundred percent a surprise, but it was. I didn't back him or anything. <laughs> Crazy person, but <laughs> did it surprise you at all though the way that that he was just able to accelerate away from her up the straight, knowing that she's a a two million dollar earner and she's she's so strong as well. Yeah, well, mate, he surprised me. Yeah, the dogs. Um, I don't know. I, he has, he's had a few quirks, this, this dog, and um, as you probably know, and um, um, all I've done, I'll give him the Rod Clark. He got a, um, a couple of wins out of him, and then, then he played up and done the wrong thing. And then I dispelled him, and then I brought him back, took him to Sandown. Um, he he's, uh, he ran four first up, but they, they, they outgraded me in the race, and um, so I just went back and started the 450s and worked my way up, and the dog's um, as keen as anything now. I don't know what's happened, but I think the penny must have dropped. But he's, um, he's, yeah, he's, racing, super, he's racing really confidently too, isn't he? Those last couple of runs, he's he's been in the top grade on the on the provincials, and even at Sandown when he defeated Nitro Bell, who almost won a heat of the Melbourne Cup. So the form line he brought to this race in particular was very, very strong, and he's full of confidence. Yeah, full, full of confidence, and the dog's chasing, and um, um, he's always been the better one out of the two. I'm talking about zigzag and zigzag kabang. He's a he's a he's a faster dog. He's stronger, um, and he's definitely. I don't know. Look, he might run 600. Looking at it, but um, yeah, he's really going well, and and um, you know, I think tomorrow he's well drawn in the race, and I think um, you know, he's and he's at odds. I think he was about twenty dollars when I had last had a look. 
So I reckon he's um, he's good, big big chance, mate. He looks a, he looks a clean chance, doesn't he? If he gets half a, a clean run at the Murley to to have staved off Wow, she's fast and and I guess as well in in that run of the first corner when they did have a little bit of a brush, your boy lost a little bit of momentum and a little bit of time as well. So you'd be fairly yep. confident that twenty five sixty three he could sharpen that up, and, and he wouldn't have raced there prior, had he? I, I didn't see a Warrigal start there prior. No, no, no. He hasn't trolled there, or um, I, I, I took him there blind. Look. When the dog's had 30-odd starts, if you don't know what he's doing um, <laughs> now, he never will. So I don't worry about giving him too much of a look. I just, um, I'm not I'm not big trialer, but, um, you know, I'd rather just race him and try and, you know, keep him right. But I'll tell you what, he's worked, he's worked beautiful again this week. So, um, I'm fair, look, I'm fairly confident he'll go well, you know. Well, fingers crossed, things are looking looking good. But before we chat about the other two runners that you've got engaged, uh, which my co-host and I were both very, very keen on uh, for this episode, uh, both Zigzag Kabang and Atomic Kabang, just before we started recording, Greg, you, you told me a little bit of a story about how you got involved in Greyhound Racing. And uh, up here at Hillsville, uh, where I'm, uh, I'm from, mate, that was your hunting ground originally. Yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, me, me grandfather uh, was in Marupana and he um, had greyhounds and then he'd give the disease to me, uh, me, 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 me late father and me uncle and they had dogs for a while and, and um, I ended up moving to Hillsville um, back in the no- uh, about 1990. I had a baby and that and, um, and I was married back then, <clears throat> had a baby and I seen there was a greyhound track over so I put my head over there and I said, I'm... Oh, Love it, you know, and and um, end up um, working with Kenny Patterson and as the quite over the Thornycroft boys, you know, and um, and um, Margaret Thornycroft, and there's quite a few there. Um, a lot of them have passed away, which is unfortunate. Um, but back then, we just had a the old diesel generator um, on the tower, up on a bit of a tower that Rodney Thornycroft used to drive, and and um, I give him a hand to build a bit of a shed, and the toilet block was already there. So build a shed and we used to have on-course bookmakers and then um, I ended up doing the start there for a while until I left and I used to go and mow the grass and volunteered my time and I finally got a dog and had a couple of winners and then I shot off to Early Beach and started an earth moving business up there and, and then I said, well, when I'm finished up, um, up there, I'm going to retire and I'm going to start doing dogs. So I semi-retire, semi-retired full-time, I suppose. <laughs> dogs are a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, but there's you no don't such... have the stress of people working for you, mate. It's bloody beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, Every it morning get up and just look forward to it. You there's know? no such thing as rest, though, when it comes to retiring with a, with a greyhound, does it? Uh, it's just go, go, go. But you, you obviously have to have that passion and love for the sport and, and love for the dogs. And if you've got that, well, has... Uh, Ben Josky said on yesterday's podcast, if you love what you're doing, it feels like you won't work a day in your life. Yeah, no, it's it's good. I, I'm an early riser anyway, so we go and start the job. Uh, the dogs are about six. I've got a guy that helps me, Ray um, McCarver. Um, he's fantastic. He does the pups and, and I do the feeds. And then um, we, we I've got my own motorbike. I run my dogs up there and we run pretty much every day. You know, we'd give them a break a couple of days before and, three days after a race and um yeah no I, I love it and i'm very fortunate to get um zigzag's mother as a giveaway off rod clark um i've got um stars and lights i've got uh called another dog called um um owen money so he was a big dog like um, money owes so i'll just t- turn the words around that's how money owes come to it but um mate 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm very fortunate to, to get a couple of dogs and actually got a good brood bitch or else I wouldn't be um, here um, now in the cup because you've got to have good tools and, and makes you look good then, I suppose. Well, you've got to have the uh, the stock, I suppose, exactly right, mate, to uh, to yep. be able to run in races like that. But then you have to be able to prepare them to, to get them to their, their full potential, which you're clearly doing. And Atomic Kabang, we move on to race 11, Drawn Box 8, uh, Litter Brother to the uh, the cup contender, Money O's. I think it's drawn beautifully out there in Box 8. Small field, should be able to muster down the outside. And even though two of his last three starts, he's won those from Box number 1, I can just see him using Box 8 nicely down there at Warrigal. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um, yeah, he's got plenty of room out there. He can, it, sometimes he has a tendency to miss it a little bit, but there's there's another dog that sort of um, was only half chasing and, and giving him a bit of a spell up too. And um, he's, he's, you know, he's turned the corner too. It was a good run uh, last week. Um, he really spaced him, and I think... The 460 will suit him, you know. We'll see what sort of time he runs on that one, but um, I suppose 2580, I'd say, ran about that. I'd be be happy with that. He'd be hard to beat if he runs that, no doubt about that. And Zigzag Kabang, yeah. this greyhound is probably, I think, fair to say, the kennel star. He's won 33 of 67, even though he's not in the cup, mate. He's won 116,000 dollars in prize money, and I, I, he's just he's the the perfect greyhound. I think any greyhound trainer would love to have a Zigzag Kabang in their kennel. Yeah. Um, good kennel dog, um, and great dog. Um, he's yeah, he's been he's been a bloody uh, the best dog I've ever had. Um, and um, he's going to be you know, uh, I don't think I'll ever get one as good as him. But um, uh, he he is a, a top dog, and um, yeah, hopefully he doesn't miss a start this week and jump straight to the front. <laughs> and box number one, you'd be happy with. I just saw he's won 33, yeah. but 15 of those wins have been from boxes one and two, and then he's won four from box three and four from box four. So he's drawn the right side of the track, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, he has. He has drawn the right side, and, um, you know, um, yeah, if he bursts out, he'll, he'll run a, he'll, he should be able to run a bit of time anyway. Yeah, but um, it's been a pleasure to train. Um, injury-free, pretty much. You know, my breed's... Um, pretty tough. I don't get much in many injuries with them, so that's that's a good thing, you know. Well, might be the way you train as well, mate, especially on that uh, that ground up there in Tallinn. They just they just keep going, mate. So, fingers crossed for a big night as I let you run uh, prior to this Warrigal Cup. Which of the three would you say is the, the best chance for the kennel? Is it the, the shorty zigzag kebang in the last? Uh, mate, I reckon they're all a good chance. Yeah, I, um, uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I'd really hope that the big fella, uh, Money O's, gets the job done, and that'd be that'd be pretty happy with that. And um, if he doesn't, he's going to give me a good run anyway. Snag a but, treble, um, mate. Snag a treble. Win the Warrigal Cup. Yeah, which you're I, in think, for I think that should be good. <laughs> <laughs> All the best, Greg. Good luck, mate. Moving forward. Good on you. Thanks, thanks, James. That puts the line through the bonus edition, the Warrigal Cup edition of the Greenlight on Premier Racing Podcast. Good luck to all of the eight contenders. A wonderful race awaits on Friday night. So good luck with that. Good luck and happy punting with everything moving forward. We'll chat to you for the Meadows on Saturday night.